Hi, I'm Christy Hurt, the founder of The Collab. We are a collective of brand professionals sharing our career stories. Every week, we pair up two members and they interview each other. So you'll get to hear one episode this week and one next week. You can join us too. Sign up at jointhecollab.com and then tell your story. Hi, I'm Jorge Yuazapa, and I'm here to introduce Laura Parker. She is the co-founder and designer of uh, Han, a jewelry brand she started with her husband in Istanbul. Her brand has been recognized by Elle magazine, and today she has a boutique in Charleston, South Carolina, where she recently opened a second space. Laura, would you tell us more about yourself? Where did you grow up and go to school? Hi, Yurga. Just to tell you a little bit about myself, I grew up in Georgia on a farm. I come from a big family and just had a very rural country upbringing in some respects. My mom was a school teacher. My dad was a farmer. So I grew up around cotton fields and pecan orchards and just lived a very small town life. But in contrast to my interests, I've always been interested in clothes. Fashion was always important to me, which that equated in that context. So what, what did I wear to school? I always loved fashion magazines, Vogue, Seventeen, you know, whatever was at the local Piggly Wiggly, you know, that's what I read and it inspired me so much. I really wanted to work at a magazine when I got older. So I ended up going to the University of Georgia and for a while I was on track to be an English major, but in my family, you know, things are done a little bit more practically. So I had to choose a more practical major. So I ended up going to the business school there, which was probably actually a very good decision in the end. Yeah. And you have a uh, jewelry fashion brand now. So how did you start Seahan? And can you explain the meaning of the word? Yeah. So, so Seahan is an old Ottoman word and it means traveler. So We've traveled around Turkey to find these different artisans and different techniques found all around the country. And so just to give you some context, about 10 years ago, I was living in Istanbul. I wanted to do something creative. That was probably around 2010, 2012. Things were really picking up there. A lot of young European people were moving there. A lot of investment was pouring into, into Turkey, especially Istanbul. So I had a Turkish teacher and every time I'd have a Turkish lesson, I'd tell her, I'm looking for a job doing anything creative. I just don't want to teach. I hope she wasn't offended by that. Not looking back. <laughs> but anyway, one day I received a phone call and that phone call was this German man. And he was saying that he was looking for someone to work in his jewelry store. And I thought, okay, that's unexpected, but we'll give it a shot. So I walked into this jewelry store and I was just so impressed by all the products that I saw. You know, they were just not anything like I had ever seen. So he hired me and long story short, we ended up falling in love and traveling around Turkey to find different artisans and like we hear of a technique in this part of Turkey or that part of Turkey, we'd basically just show up and start talking to locals and trying to find someone to work with, you know, someone that were, that was making these pieces. 
So anyway, we did, we were a good team and we ended up opening two more stores. So at the end, we had three stores in Turkey and in Istanbul in Southern Turkey. And just to explain the experience, which I think was one of the edges that we had, the way we set up our shop is we would have these different tables in the shop. So you'd walk in, you'd see these beautiful antique tables. And on each antique table was a different collection from a different part of Turkey. And so if you were a tourist, it was kind of like doing a tour of Turkey. And it, it allowed people to learn more about the country and to see all the beautiful things that the country had to offer. And as time went on, we were actually getting more and more Turkish customers, which I was really proud of. There was a time when I had to present to a group of consuls, like former, the wives of former consuls. So a lot of these were Turkish women, older Turkish women. And they, when I presented all of our collections to them, they loved the pieces and they actually wanted to buy them from me. And that to me was, was such a big compliment. They had told me that, you know, these were similar to things that their grandmothers had worn, but they didn't want it. But then, you know, presented in that new context with the design tweaks that I was doing, they had become interested in those pieces and actually wanted to wear them. So that was a big, big highlight of my time in Istanbul and, and doing the business that we were doing. Yeah, I really love the idea how you like refreshed and made a twist on you know, on this old ways of making jewelry and your immersion in, in Turkish culture. Tell us more about the prior, like about how, like what's the story, how you end up in Istanbul? So how did I end up in Istanbul? Well, I, I actually hitchhiked, you know, just to add some context. It was 2000. 2009 was when I went to Europe and that was just a few weeks after I graduated. It was the financial meltdown, so, or the beginning of it. And so I had a good excuse to hop on a plane and go to Europe the summer before I'd been living in China and I did an internship there and a very, and a very glamorous subject of insurance processes. But anyway, I made a lot of European friends there and I loved their style and I was so enamored by how they dressed and the music that they listened to. And, and that's when I decided like, I need more of Europe. And so after graduation, I, I flew to Amsterdam. I was an au pair there in Amsterdam and I made a lot of, just a lot of creative friends. These people were making art, making documentaries. They were speaking different languages and it was really inspiring for me because that was such a contrast to my life back in the States, you know, where my life at college had largely just been studying for tests. You know, that was, that was really how you worked hard. You know, you just studied for tests, took the tests. And so it was really humbling to be around all of these young people that were doing all these creative things. So I thought, okay, if I go back to the United States now, broke especially, what am I going to do? So I decided to buy time by yeah, making my way over land to Istanbul. I had a friend that I met in Amsterdam and she told me, okay, Istanbul is where you need to be. So I listened to her and 
And yeah, it took me two weeks to get there. And then when I got there, I was really just blown away by what I discovered there. Just lots of, lots of beauty and sophistication and a lot of diversity in, in the people that I met. Yeah, so that's how I ended up there. Yeah, it's such an interesting insight into this region. And I love how you pursue your dream to, you know, how you, from insurance and, you know, from farming, and then you, you're going, you know, you created this amazing jewelry brand and you're so successful. What are you most proud of in your career? So what am I most proud of? It would probably be just making the jump from Istanbul to having a pretty much thriving business in the United States. You know, we're selling in New York now. Our shop is done pretty well in Charleston. We've opened a second space. I just feel really happy that I've been able to take these pieces that just weren't really stylistically or relevant. You know, nobody wanted to wear these pieces, even in Turkey. And, you know, through the tweaks and kind of design changes, you know, just creating something that people actually want to wear. And that's, you know, and I've, I've had to readapt the collection since we've been here, you know, in Charleston, everybody wears a lot of bright colors and a lot of gold. So we have more of, of gold and a lot of just a, a warmer feeling in general. So yeah, we've been here for six years. I'm, I'm cl- like physically closer to my family. So it's, you know, just two hour drive away. So I really just feel like it's the best of all worlds right now. Yeah, I feel like it's such a unique story. Your take on, you know, Turkish craftsmanship and, and aesthetic and reinterpreting that for for this market and also adapting it into some kind of southern aesthetic that is kind of unheard of in jewelry. It's very unique. Yeah. So what has been, let's say, one of your most successful products? Well, I guess it would probably be our knitted wraparound bracelet. That was one of my own designs and it's all made from knitted silver, which is just a fascinating concept in itself. This collection, which we call the Black Sea Collection, is from a city called Trabzon. It's on the Black Sea, northeastern Turkey. And what I love about this piece and the collection, it's all made by women at at a workshop, owned by women. And with this technique and the tools involved, women can actually do this at home on their own time. So I feel like it's really empowering on a very individual level for people there. Yeah, that's amazing. That's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I have a goosebumps now. It, you should be super proud about it. What would you do differently if you could start over? So if I could do something differently, if I had the opportunity to do something differently, I would probably be. I'd probably buy into social media and just digital marketing in general much earlier. I've just always had a resistance to it. I've had a lot of start stop in that realm. And I guess I'm just kind of an analog brick and mortar girl at heart. So if there is anybody out there that would like to help me, then please, by all means, reach out. Yes, please reach out to Laura. So what is next for you? 
I would say Charleston, just to reiterate, has been a, a very good pick for us. It's like a small scale cosmopolitan city. A lot of people have moved here from various countries and also big cities in the U.S. from San Francisco and New York. And so I feel like people are moving here, but there's still a lot that people have a desire for. You know, it's a very charming city. It's very beautiful, historical. But, you know, I'd like to create a fashion community here. So I'd like to have resources here for or makers and creators and designers. So what would that look like? Okay, more fashion photographers, more resource for actually creating, manufacturing things. So this is another ask. If you are at all interested in, in visiting Charleston, maybe doing a pop-up, we have, a, we have the space. Or just, you know, doing a, a tourist visit, then you should reach out to me. And I want to also add that I'm also looking to help connect clothing designers with manufacturers in Turkey. So I have, this is just something that comes from a passion I have for both Turkey and fashion. And it's what I love about Turkey is, you know, there, there's just so many things that are being made there. And so they have a lot of small, small scale garment factories. So if you're a clothing designer and you'd like to find a manufacturer that can help you, that's flexible, that can help you with small quantities, that can create small quantities for you, then you can reach out to me and I'd be happy to connect you with somebody in Turkey. That's such a great story. And thank you so much, Laura, for sharing. And it was very nice talking to you. Thank you, Yorga. I enjoyed it. Thanks so much for being here for the Collab Career Stories podcast. Please follow us on social media at Join the Collab and sign up to become a member and share your story at jointhecollab.com.